Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to today. Cannot wait. Don't forget, real quick, hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, as well as Blake Street Tavern. They're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. They're closing the doors for good as of April 9th of this year, so make sure you go visit them and see what they're all about if you haven't been down there before. And if you have been down there, go down there and say goodbye and enjoy some of their great, amazing food for one last time. So make sure you do that. Also, want to say thanks to 1876 Apparel. They're a Colorado company, and they, along with me, have joined forces. And we put a link in this description of this podcast. Click on it. You're going to see DeHuff's Picks. And there's some uh, some amazing stuff in there. It's not just like hoodies and shirts and stuff like that and cool hats. It, they have whiskey glasses that I put in there, in there for my DeHuff's Picks. And if you buy something from the DeHuff's Picks, I get part of that. And that goes back into the podcast so I can make some cool merch and stuff like that for, uh, for you guys as well. So get their stuff. It, it's amazing. Uh, their shirts are soft. Oh, I love a good soft shirt. And they're durable. And they got cool Colorado logos on it and, and stuff like that. So go check it out. I'm not saying buy it. I'm just saying check it out and let the material speak for itself. But make sure you buy it through that DeHuff's Picks link. A, a lot to get to today. Like I said, some amazing headlines that are just swarming the world, including some here in Colorado that just kind of blindsided me. And I'm surprised more people aren't talking about. We'll get to that. Before I popped on the podcast today, you know, since I work from home, I, I try to do as much as I can around the house because I'm here. I'm stationed here. I don't have to worry about driving into work like I did before, you know, two years ago. By the way, I'm coming up on my two-year anniversary for this podcast. Can't wait to do that. Hopefully, I'll have something to help celebrate. Maybe we go somewhere. I don't know. Where do you want to go? Where should we go for my anniversary? <gasps> Our anniversary. Excuse me. My apologies. Anyway, that's coming up on April 21st. So maybe I can try to go somewhere. I don't know where. If you guys have suggestions, dehuffuncensored at gmail.com. Go somewhere and maybe broadcast, do the show. Maybe you guys interact a little bit as well. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Probably nothing's going to happen because I'm going to forget about it. But if you guys have an idea get the ball rolling, kick me in the nuts and say, let's get this done. Hey, that's what happens. But anyway, so since I work around the house, I'm trying to do stuff. I got a, a couple projects going on. Like after this, I'm going to finish putting out some, uh, I'm fixing the, the drainage gutters or whatever. I don't know what they're called. Listen, I, I know how to do it. I just don't know what it's called. But for the drainage, so the water goes away from the foundation of the house fixing those around the house. By the way, don't ever buy vinyl. Don't buy those vinyl accordion-style drain spouts for your house that you can get at Home Depot. They they didn't even last a year in the Colorado climate, and they just you barely touch them, and they fall apart. Don't do that. Just stick with the aluminum. Might be a little bit more expensive, but totally worth it. Totally worth it. Anyway, so there's always something to fix. Well, the other day, we noticed our fireplace. We have a gas fireplace that we don't use that much, but every now and then, it's Colorado. You might get hit with a, a random, you know, cold blast. 
So it's like, yeah, let's just throw on the fireplace. Well, anyway, the pilot light went out. Try to reset the, the pilot light. It ignites, but once you go to switch it, it, it doesn't stay on, which is usually a thermal couple issue. And that's just something that helps it stay stay lit. Well, I start investigating, going online, figuring out how to replace it. And it seems so simple when you watch these videos. Because, because all these videos, the, the thermal couple is like right there. And it's so easy to access. I'm like, this is going to be a, a fucking breeze. <laughs> I'll just go to Ace or Home Depot, whatever, and get the part and then whatever. So I start taking everything apart, looking at it, and I'm like, oh my God, are you fucking serious? It's like tucked away in the back in between some other metal that is like welded together. And in order to get to the thermal couple, you have to have a special tool in tiny hands. And I'm like, I don't have either of those things. So I'm so pissed off. I just devoted like an hour and a half trying to, one, just research and make sure I get the right way to replace this. And at first I was testing it to see if I could clean it, the therm the, uh, the existing thermal couple, and that didn't work. And it kept trying to clean it. I'm like, please, God, just work. And I thought I had it. Thought I had it. And then sure as shit, no. And then I get to the point where I'm like, well, I'm probably going to have to just replace it. And then I get there and I'm like, I don't have that tool because some dick used that particular tool that just about nobody has. And then you have to have like super tiny hands in order to get in there. And I'm like, no, fuck it. So I'm waiting on a callback to see what it costs to have somebody come out and replace that, which it's probably going to be way too much money. So long or short of it, probably not going to get it fixed anytime soon. Just don't want to deal with that cost for something I don't use that much. So I have the gas off. Don't worry. I have the gas off. Don't need a, an issue with that. But ugh, so fucking frustrating. And I started, I tweeted about it. And who was it? Suzanne. She's like, she's like, it's, it's nearly impossible to a task to without dismantling the entire thing. She's been dealing with hers. Same basic issue for over a year now. I told her what I did. I was like, I, I took mine apart, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, we took ours apart as well, installed a new thermal couple, and put it all back together. It worked once, and then nothing again. Been six months process so far. It, it, it's just frustrating. Home ownership fucking sucks. The beauty of renting is you can just, if you have a good landlord, if you have a good landlord, that they'll fix that within a week usually, if not a couple days. But when you have to do it yourself, it fucking blows. I hate it. Hate it so fucking much. Sometimes, sometimes I wish I rented. But that being said, I'm, I'm glad I don't have to rely on somebody else. I learn as I go on, on fixing things. And YouTube is a great tool to use because there's a lot of people out there that put out their how to fix things. And I've I've saved hundreds of dollars, if not thousands of dollars, by going to YouTube. I've fixed a washer and dryer before. What would have cost me like a couple hundred bucks just cost me time because I was able to take something apart, figure out what was wrong with it, and, and then I just put it back together. It wasn't even something that I had to buy a part for. 
But if I would have had somebody come out, it would have been like at least like a hundred or two hundred bucks. So anyway, anyway, that's the shit I'm dealing with. Okay, I'm a little irritated, but you know what's gonna put me in a good mood? Headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> You've probably seen this running around social media. Armpit sweat is supposed to be a potential cure for what? Oh, anxiety. There you go. <laughs> you start freaking out a little bit because I didn't tell you. You're like, I don't know. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Real quick, side note. I take anti-anxiety medicine because like when I worked at the radio station, there'd be times where I'd get panic attacks and I would just be out of the blue. They'd ask me to do something on the air, and then all of a sudden, I would just freeze up, and I'd be just not wanting to do something. And you know, it just it would just pop up out of out of the blue. And there'd be times where I'd be fine. There'd be times I wouldn't. But medicine does help. Anyway, so scientists have been doing some studies trying to figure this out. Like, is there a connection? So what they've done is. They did a study with 48 women who suffered from social anxiety, some of whom were exposed to clean air, and the others were uh, exposed to body odor. Now, patients, let's see, there's the samples were then used alongside more traditional mindfulness therapy to treat social anxiety. Now, mindfulness therapy is a type of talk therapy that focuses on learning how to be more aware of thoughts, feelings, emotions, surroundings, and situations, and to reduce automatic responses. So that's the non-medicated, non-sniffing somebody's stinky armpits version, right? Now, when you combine that with body odor, there's something magical that can happen. So patients who completed the, a, a mindfulness session while exposed to body odors saw a 39% reduction in social anxiety, while without body odor, there was a 17% reduction in anxiety scores. The researchers believe there is something about human sweat that affects the response to treatment. However, said more work is needed to confirm the link. How bizarre. God, the human mind and body is such a complex thing. So basically... When you walk down the street and somebody stinks, sniff them, okay? Sniff them. It's going to put you in a good mood, possibly. Oh, God, Jesus, sweet Lord, sir. You haven't bathed in, like, what, a month? No, it's only been a day. You are stinky. Anyway, thanks for putting me in a good mood, fella. And you know what? I'm not worried about anything now. I could conquer the world since I smelled your armpits. <laughs> it's it's weird, but there is a link and there's some research. Now, that being said, when you look at it, the body of work is only 48 individuals. So it's not a huge pool of people. If this was a thousand and they're seeing like the, a significant jump and they're like, whoa, this is fantastic. Okay, then then I would be like really surprised. But that being said, don't you kind of want to test it? Because like if you're having an anxiety attack, and the the guy working next to you, most likely it's going to be a guy, right? 
Guys, we smell. So if you're having an anxiety attack, you're like, I need Todd. Where's Todd? Come here, you son of a bitch. Oh, like my like a security blanket? No. Oh God, that's that is awful. Thanks, Todd. Go back to work. What did I do? You helped a lot. That's what you did. Isn't that just mind blowing? Lead researcher uh, Elisa Vigna uh, from the Karolinsky Institute in Sweden said the team was a little surprised by this. I'm, I'm just curious how you decided to go down that path, but I guess if you're trying to it, with anxiety, it maybe you're trying to originally test like w- would good smells like apple pie or just cinnamon or whatever lavender or something like that help with anxiety well no apparently it's stinky armpits according to the nhs uh, website there are currently a number of treatments available for the condition as far as social anxieties including cognitive 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 Behavioral therapy. I'm smart. I am. <laughs> uh, guided self-help and antidepressant medicines, which I told you that's basically what I'm on. I'm on an antidepressant slash anxiety medicine, and it does help. But that being said, if if I could just not wear deodorant, if that helped, <laughs> right? What Wouldn't you rather do that? Would you rather do that, not wear deodorant and be stinky and not have anxiety attacks because some people have them really really bad i mean super bad where they don't want to go outside if the solution was a little more simple and it was you just don't need to wear deodorant and you need to smell or you need to carry with you like some smelling salts something like that instead of taking medication i would rather do that instead of taking medication i don't want to be reliant on medicine my entire life it's it's kind of a scary thing. So I like that this is a alternate avenue. I want to take smelling salters. I, I was watching some hockey player. There was a video going around where he was smelling a uh, smelling salt and it didn't work. And he asked for a different one. And then he and he smelled a, a different one. And he started like dry heaving on the side. He's like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> like, wow, I kind of want to smell it. I've never smelled one of those things. So I don't know if you have, maybe you have, I just, I'm just curious about it. And what if it was something so simple? Remember when we were talking about eczema and how that one guy was bathing in bottled water and it was helping? Well, because you start doing some digging and eczema is uh, encouraged by chemicals that are in our water, like chlorine and fluoride, stuff like that. So he subtracted that out of his daily routine, and his eczema like essentially went away. So I like that idea of you don't have to be on medicine. You don't have to be taking this like eczema medicine, or in this case, you don't have to be taking antidepressant or anti-anxiety medicine. You could just be switching things up on how you do it. Go smell some guy's stinky armpits. Now I'm not depressed. (laughs) So bizarre. So bizarre, but I appreciate the bizarreness because I think we tend to just throw a pill at it. And the fact that they're doing this, I I tip my cap to them because I, I think that's pretty cool. A man who claims to be engaged to... Oh, I 
God, we're doing one of these again. A man who claims to be engaged to a rag doll has announced the birth of their third child today. Christian Montenegro from Colombia has previously described his fiance Natalia as the love of his life. I don't remember if we talked about this guy before, but maybe we did. I feel like we've talked about a couple of them. So he may, this might be just, he's having another kid. I don't remember if we talked about this guy or, or not. The couple who had already shared a son and daughter together revealed that they have called their newborn child, Sammy. The dude even had like pictures of the birth, which is fucking bizarre. <laughs> he's wearing a cap and everything. For, san- for sanitary reasons. Don't want the wife to get an infection or the baby. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this stuff anymore. It's it's. I think we encourage it by, you know, people like me talking about it on podcasts. Social media goes crazy with all this stuff. And I, I don't know. There's clearly something wrong with the dude. He's either he either has a twisted sense of humor and he's just conning all of us, which would be pretty fucking hilarious if that's the case, or he's he's got a fucking screw loose. And honestly, I could see either way. But ultimately, let's just call it what it is. Oh, Connor, you want to do it? That's right, real quick. Yes, uh, let's call it what it is. A crazy dude likes to bang a rag doll. They bought some smaller dolls, and he's called them children. It's pretty fucked up, actually. Hey, anyway, speaking of banging, how's your mother? Because I banged her last night. Fuck you, Connery. My God. (laughs) You are a terrible human being. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Connery, what are you doing here? Mom, go back upstairs. What? Can I not love? Can I not love? Connery, I'll be up in my room. I'll be right there, sweet lady. Okay, it got weird. (laughs) I entertain myself. I entertain myself. (laughs) I'm stupid. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Panera Bread is rolling out some uh, new ways to get their loyalty from their customers. What is it? Well, it's a bit controversial. They're going to link their customers' loyalty accounts to their handprints, which people are freaking out about. I kind of get it. Kind of do. Do you need it to be that? Or can we just not use, you know, little key cards like we've been doing before or the, you know, your phone number? Why do we have to have a handprint? That's a little bit unnecessary in my mind. But that being said, the biometric gathering technology that has been developed by Amazon will hit stores in the next few months. Panera said on Wednesday that the the gadgets will help suggest menu items based on customers' order histories and allow employees to greet customers by their name and share customers' uh, available rewards According to the company, they, they said all that. So, But that being said, why do they need to scan their handprint? Just type in your phone number. Boop, 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 boop. Then it's going to alert them. Like, this is Scott. Hey, Scott, how's it going? Thanks for entering in your phone number. Hope you're having a good day. I noticed last time you got some blah, blah, blah. 
Do you want that again? Or, you know, something similar to that is this. You don't need to do the handprint. The handprint's going a little too far, and I believe it's unnecessary. And and part of the reason why I say that is I know Panera says the technology will be securely within the store. Okay, It's not going to be leaked out, and they're not going to sell anything to the government and all that shit. Until it gets hacked. How many times do we see that the information gets hacked from these big companies? It happens. What people do with it, I don't know. I was listening to the, uh, of all places, it was Cozy 101. I was driving around with the kids. And Murphy Houston, a guy that I used to work with, was doing a quick little hit in between songs. And he said, did you guys hear about the new AI technology where they can take your voice and they can run it through an AI simulator or whatever and make it sound like you are saying just about anything. In fact, what happened was some hackers or whatever you want to call them got a hold of this. They got a hold of this guy's voice, manipulated it, had that AI call the kid's parents and say, I've been in a terrible accident. I need you to wire me $5,000. And they did it without question because in their mind, they're talking to their son. That's scary as fuck. So don't tell me, Panera, that this is safe technology. It's getting out of hand. And ironically, I don't think it's necessary for us to have our handprints. Next thing you know, playing you know devil's advocate on this, is next thing you know, I'm being, uh, you know, framed for a crime I didn't commit. Why? Because they have my handprint. I know that's a little far-fetched, but is it really? Especially when you hear that story about AI being used to, to con fathers and mothers from their own kids. It, it, the kids had nothing to do with it. Somehow they got the kids' voice, probably through social media. I'm probably just as vulnerable having a podcast. That's why this isn't my real voice. My real voice is this. Hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> hey, everybody. Who wants to go pickle hunting? <laughs> I don't know why I said that. That sounds awful. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Is it's a, it's a completely unnecessary step. This is people trying to reinvent the wheel. You don't need to have somebody's handprint on this. Just have them type in their phone number. Have them type in a secret code, whatever it is. It doesn't even have to be their phone number. It could be, hey, you signed up for this account, and whatever it is whatever it is. Okay, I'm just saying having the handprint, that's just going too far. I didn't really think about my stance on this until I started reading this out loud to you and talking to you about it. But the more I think about it, the more I see this is unnecessary, Panera and Amazon. You guys are connected in this. It's ridiculous. I don't want to use this. I don't see the point in it. And I'm usually somebody that doesn't really believe in like getting overhyped on conspiracies and people stealing your identity. But it's it's more of a more of a thing now. And especially hearing that story about the AI being used to steal your voice 
and calling people and and really tricking them without a doubt that that they're talking to you when they're not. That's scary as fuck. So scary. That's the reality we live in now. You can't trust anything. You can't. We talk about that with paranormal shit is you can't really trust anything you see on the internet uh, and social media is like, this is a ghost. Like, well, is it though? You could have the best evidence of a ghost. I could sit here and all of a sudden a ghost could appear behind me as I'm recording this and it could speak into the microphone and for the camera, it could actually look into the camera and, and say stuff as well. But guess what? If it's clear as day, nobody's going to believe it. If it's if it's borderline shitty, nobody's going to believe it. It doesn't matter. We have lost trust in the truth. That's scary. That's so scary. That's the life we live now. So, let me know your thoughts on that. Do you am I am I blowing this out of proportion? Let me know at the Huff Podcast on social media or you can hit me up on email to huffoncensored at gmail.com. I'd like to know your thoughts. I would. Hey, we got more headlines coming your way. Plus, the mailbag is open. Can't wait to get to that. But first, make 2023 the year you beat Vegas. Superbook Sports gives you the best chance every week to go head-to-head with the best odds makers in Las Vegas. No fancy computer algorithms. No guys across the pond setting lines for American sports. Just the best team of odds makers in the business behind the counter at Superbook in Las Vegas. Plus, Superbook features some of the best odds boosts and promo bets anywhere. So go ahead, download the Superbook Sports Colorado app right now, or you can visit Superbook.com and start your battle against Las Vegas right now. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you got a gambling problem, please call. 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fuselay, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. I know it's the Joker's town and we just live in it. But I love to watch the dude hoop. If you do too, stop by the Blake Street Tavern. With the men alone, play with games on every night. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. This was an interesting story that I it popped up in Westward. And I I hadn't seen anybody talking about it. I still haven't seen anybody talking about it. But if you live in Colorado and you have a Colorado driver's license, a Colorado ID, you need to really pay attention to this because I had no idea. TSA is confirming that that it's having trouble with its scanning software. It's currently having issues reading Colorado IDs, which is causing grief for patrons, as they say. TSA is aware of the matter and is working on an update to their technology, according to Lori Dankers. She is the spokesperson for TSA. The agency uses credential authentic. Oh, oh my God. Seriously? <laughs> it's like, it's a big word. Really? I'm like, I'm like um, Lloyd Christmas and Dumb and Dumber. Uh, the. <laughs> credential authenticity. Oh, I can't even say it. you whatever. It's technology to scan driver's license and check to make sure they're legitimate. Dankers reassures concerned travelers that even if the technology doesn't work, TSA has other ways to to verify photo IDs as long as people have a valid photo ID and a boarding pass, they can get through. I I have I haven't traveled in probably a year, 
using airplane. Yeah, it's been about a year. The last time I traveled, uh, I did. I went to L.A. last year, and I also went to Iowa last year, and didn't have any issues. But you know, shit changes. So if you've had issues with that, oh my God, I, I don't know how you deal with that crap. I'm always so stressed going through an airport, and to add something like that, that's gotta add the 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 frustration levels to a, a new level and i and i feel sorry for the people at tsa because it's not their fault it's the technology's fault and and it's not just dia that's having the problem is what i'm being told too it's it's the majority of the tsa companies out there sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't so just be prepared for that just more shit for you to worry about as you go to the fucking airport. Did I ever tell you I went to the airport once? I was go. I don't remember what Super Bowl it was. It was going to San Francisco in this dipshit that we used to work with. I'm not going to say his name, but he's a fucking moron. He thought it would be funny as I went through security, and thank God TSA didn't hear him because otherwise I would have gotten a fucking cavity search. No joke. Dipshit goes, hey, DeHuff, did you hide that bomb? And I'm like, dude, Mike, why not Mike Evans? It was a different Mike. I was like, why would you say that? So fucking stupid. You dipshit. My God. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <gasps> I ended up having to yell that at that guy later and put him in his place because we had a technical issue on Radio Row. We lost internet and Everything runs off of internet as far as when you're broadcasting live from Radio Row. And somehow our line got cut or disconnected for some reason. I was like, you need to go talk to the engineer over there and get him get him to put us back on because we're dead in the water right now. And he looks at me and he starts talking to somebody else. And I was just like, oh, are you fucking serious? And that's the big stress moment in radio is if you have dead air. And that's essentially what we were. So I got people back in the studio. This is where it's important to know how everything runs. So I know the stress that's going on with the people back in Denver. And they're, they're frustrated because they have no talent there. It's just the board operator trying to make sure that everything sounds good. But he can't put us back on the air because we're not connected. And I got this dipshit in front of me who's just like doesn't want to take orders because he technically was above me. And, I, and so I fucking ripped him a new asshole on Radio Row. And I had everybody staring at me. And they're like, <laughs> after I send him off and he fucking, he got his, he got a new asshole courtesy of me. And he went and did what he was supposed to finally. And I had like five people come up over to me and they're just laughing. They're like, way to go. Way to put him in his place. What a piece of shit. <laughs> I think Nate Lundy was there, who's now in charge of Mile High Sports and Mile High Life. I think he was there and he witnessed the whole thing because <laughs> he was just like, whoa, what the fuck? He wasn't working at the fan anymore. And he was just like, stop by to say hi. And I was just like, oh, my God, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to do that in front of everybody. But it had to be done. Listen, there's times where shit needs to get done. And in radio, that's the moment. When there's dead air or there's a technical issue that's affecting the on-air product, 
That's where everybody tightens up and gets the job done. If you can't get the job done, get the fuck out of the way. Okay? In whatever industry you're in, you know there's that, that moment. Whatever industry you're in, shit hits the fan. We need everybody to be locked in and focused to make sure we get the job done and fixed. Right? Whatever your job is, wherever you're at, construction, medical, God, I can only imagine medical. <laughs> Could not do it. My son's really into that show, Station 19, which is basically a spinoff of Grey's Anatomy, but it's all related around firefighting and him having his grandpa, his pappy, being a former battalion chief who just retired, and he he just loves firefighting, which I, I he misses going to the firehouse so much because... the. The guys, the ladies over at the firehouses in North Metro Denver just always were so kind to them. And they're like, oh, Jackson's here. Jackson, all right, let's get this rig ready. And my son, he could go there right now. And he'll he'll get the outriggers ready. He knows how to do it. And he'll tell people what he's doing and why. And it's awesome. He he is a firefighter in training. But anyway, he's, he's addicted to that show, Station 19. And I see some of the drama that first responders have to deal with. And I, I can't really wrap my head around it. The shit that you guys have to deal with, I, I, I don't, I can't, I can't. You, you think it's all about fighting fires and, you know, putting out a fire, but there's so much involved in that. And I, I just, I, I can't, I can't. I, I read up on the story of when my, my father-in-law won the International Firefighter Award, him and his crew, not just him. It was him and his crew and what they did in order to receive that honor. And it, it was sad. It was sad because uh, I don't even have all the details, but it involved a, a, a horrible parent who tried to kill his kids, essentially, and they went in there, and I, I don't believe they were wearing their respirators because they didn't have time to. They needed to go and rescue the kids, and they did. And those kids are alive today. So... I, I just I know I went I veered off on, on a tangent about first responders, but it just I can't, I can't thank you guys enough. I would say the majority of us don't really fully understand what you got you you people have to deal with the the men and women out there of first responders. You guys, I can't thank you enough. But anyway, let's move on. Sorry, it got a little depressing. <laughs> it did. It did. Uh, where was I? Oh, you know what we need to do. I think we need to jump into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> it still makes me laugh every time I listen to that. It's so dumb. So dumb. This comes in from Tim via DeHuffOnCensored at Gmail. Tim's been a longtime listener. Thank you so much, Tim. He says, love the show. I download it and listen on flights or driving through other states. Tim, thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate it. What roads suck the most ass in Denver, he writes. I have three nominations. Number three, Colorado Boulevard between uh, I-25 and the Natural History Museum. So, so right around Dave and Buster's to the Natural History Museum. And yes, and as somebody that goes down that area near the zoo and natural history museum, it, it does. It's just always congested and, and just 
bad drivers down there. Number two, I-70 and 225 area. People lose their shit driving in that area, weaving in and out of traffic, doing 90 assholes, he wrote. <laughs> it's true. I, I don't understand it. The people that just cut people off and they're just gunning it everywhere. I don't understand that. I don't understand it. And what's always mind-blowing to me, you're trying to go somewhere and you see people cutting off, weaving in and out of traffic, and then you get to the exit, and they're right next to you. And you're like, you've been driving like a fucking cunt for like 20 minutes, and you're right next to me. All that for nothing. All that for nothing. Then he wrote, number one, 270 through Commerce City. What in the hell is stopping CDOT from widening a five-mile parking lot? Great Fucking question, because it is shit. And as you drive through that area, Tim, you can see there's plenty of space. What the fuck? Do we need to start a movement? Is that what needs to happen? Tim started it. We're going to finish it. Come on, everybody. Let's go. <laughs> it is annoying as hell. There is plenty of space for them to add on a couple lanes. On each side. What am I missing here? What needs to happen? Who needs to be called? What needs to happen is somebody like Jared Polis driving through that area and getting stuck and going, shit, this, this needs to be fixed. And then it gets fixed. That's what happens. That's the way shit works. Someone of importance, of high authority, gets to experience the problem. And then, oh, yeah, now we'll listen. 270 sucks especially in the morning and afternoon commutes. That shit needs to be fixed. Don't know why it's not. So Tim sent me this email last night, and I started reading it to my wife because she's she used to drive a lot, and I, I like to hear her opinions on it. So I was reading it to her, and she added southbound Wadsworth at the I-70, I-76 interchange right by that Costco in Arvada. It's a shit show. Her and I were driving that the other day as we were getting away for our anniversary weekend retreat. And she got cut off because I allowed her to drive. <laughs> Just kidding. Some people are like, I'm the man. I have to drive. I'm sitting there going, I don't really care. I can drive or as long as it's at night. I don't like driving at night. Anyway, she got cut off. In a small span from about 58th Avenue-ish, I want to say. So about six blocks, she got cut off about three times. I don't think it was four. It was it was about three times. Two or three times. Just in, But like horribly aggressive. It was three times. That's what it was. Because I remember her saying, she's like, I just got fucking cut off like three times. What the hell? And it's all going towards that area. And people are just are so oblivious to what's going on. And what's frustrating is when people cut you off and you're like, why did you just cut me off? You acted like it was a dire situation to cut me off to get into that next lane. And you're still right there. And you have all this space in front of you that you could have waited. People are just fucking morons in the car. And, and I know cyclists out there, I pissed off a lot of people that were cyclists, I want to say around this time last year, maybe it was the year before, I don't know. But either way, 
I remember I, I went on a, a, a funny rant because a cyclist cut me off and flipped me off when it's like you were in the wrong, dude. You were in the complete wrong. I even had a police officer verify that. But here's the thing. In defense of cyclists, there is a lot more moronic people behind a, you know, several thousand pound hunk of metal than there are people on their 10 pound bikes. Okay. Whatever it is. You guys know what I'm talking about. Some of those bikes are super light, super expensive. But what I'm saying is we all give cyclists shit and there's plenty of times where they deserve the shit. But. There is more times that I witness people behind the wheel driving like fucking assholes. More of that versus the cyclists. So as much as I, I get why we get frustrated with cyclists, we should be more frustrated with people behind the wheel. Because some of you people out there are fucking dicks. And you don't deserve to have a driver's license. And it's frustrating because I've almost been hit several times. I tell you all the time about like in school zones, the people in school zones are, are fucking horrible. The amount of kids that almost get hit just at the school that where my kids go on a weekly basis. I'm not going to say daily, but it's a weekly basis. You always see somebody running through a crosswalk. Saw it this morning, actually. I'm like, what the hell? What? And, and the guy started yelling at the kid. I'm like, really? The kid did nothing wrong. He's walking at a crosswalk. Just horrible people. I get it. Every now and then we all fuck up driving. Maybe you're, you're not feeling well or you're, you're tired or you just miss it. And somehow you just don't see somebody coming and you almost hit them. I get that. Sometimes shit happens. But when you're driving reckless, and especially when you know it's a school zone, eat a bag of dicks, man. Drive like a goddamn responsible individual. Quit being a jerk. Quit being a jerk. Drive like a goddamn responsible human being. <laughs> Is that all? And cyclists, don't cycle dangerously. And, and I got to be honest, around here, for the most part, there's not very many cyclists, but... The, the ones I see, for the most part, they're, they're good about it. They get out of the way. So just every now and then, like, there's that one guy that flipped me off. <laughs> like, what? what? You cut me off. You're not even supposed to be on the road because of the way it, this situation happened. I don't need to rehash it. Don't need to rehash it. I don't. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> I hope you smiled a little bit today in this episode. Hey, Tim. Thanks for email, emailing the podcast. We truly appreciate it. And if you guys want to do it as well, dehuffuncensored at gmail.com, or you can always hit me up on my socials at Podcast. Really appreciate everybody uh, chiming in today. Suzanne, get that damn fireplace fixed if, if you can. And if you get a good place that, that fixes it, let me know because I'm so scared to see what they try, what they try to charge me. It's like, I'm not going to be able to fix it. I don't mind fixing stuff on my own. I don't. But Jesus, when they put weird things in weird places, I'm like, how am I supposed to fit my hands in there? It's not like I have gigantic hands, but I don't have little baby hands either. 
So, man, my wife calls them sausage fingers. <laughs> but then she says she likes bacon. <laughs> Fucking bitch. I'm kidding. <laughs> she's she's going to listen to that. She's like, mm, you know what sounds good? Not sausage. <laughs> that sounds that sounds really gross. Ew, sorry. Sorry. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Hopefully you have a great day today. Seriously, all joking aside, uh, life is short. Let's try to smile today. And don't forget to click on that link that I have in the bottom of this description. So make sure you click on that. Get something from the DeHuff's Picks. And thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado, as well as Blake Street Tavern. They're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. And remember, they're going to be shutting their doors for good as of April 9th of 2023. So go down there, check them out, tell them thanks for everything they've done. And yeah, it's it's, it's a sad day. Denver, a downtown Denver restaurant scene is going to have a big hole in it once they leave. And that's sad. That's sad. But Hey, things happen. I don't know exactly why they're leaving as of right now, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have an amazing day. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.